Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Welcome back to another episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I hope you are doing well. Business is booming for you. I'm your host, Paul Jamison, and today I'm going to dive into a topic that many lawn care business owners grapple with. That is, should you scale your business or should you stay small? I'm going to cover both of these in depth, the pros and the cons. This is something I've grappled with over the years. I've talked to so many people about this. There's so many variables. So we're going to dive into all of the nooks and crannies here and explore the the differences between scaling and staying small, uh, the pros to each of them, the cons to each of them. Yes, there are negatives to each of these. And uh, when it comes to growing your business, what what's the right way to do it? Should you scale? Should you keep it to one crew? you know, maybe two or three employees, or should you just be an owner operator? And we're that's what we're going to talk about today. So join me. Let's uncover these best strategies for a successful and profitable uh, growth in the lawn care business. And it's not one size fits all. Ah, there's, there's, there's multiple paths to success out there. So let's explore that today. When it comes to scaling a lawn care business, and, and for those of you who are new to the podcast, I started my first lawn maintenance business in uh, basically the spring of 2011. So uh, just trust me, I've, <laughs> I've I've covered all these angles, all right? When it comes to scaling a lawn care business, there are several factors that we need to consider. So let's start with the idea of expansion because that's what's sexy. That's what people talk about. That's what, you know, when you go to Equip Expo, hey, what'd you guys do last year? You know, like top line revenue. That's, that's all people seem to, to talk about. And so, when it comes to scaling a business, the main advantage is obviously the money. You increase your revenue potential if you're if you scale your business. Scaling a lawn business allows you to obviously take on more customers, uh, possibly even expand your your service offerings. If you have one crew doing maintenance, maybe you have another crew doing landscape enhancements, so you can offer more uh, to more people. And you can maybe even tap into new markets. I know here in Atlanta, one thing you'll quickly learn is you can't be in Duluth and Sewanee and Cumming and Lawrenceville and Norcross because the travel time between, even though it's just 8, 12 miles down the road, 15 miles down the road, the travel time is astronomical with all the crazy traffic we have here. So if you scale, then you could actually have a, you know, a crew in this part of town, a crew in that part of town, et cetera, et cetera. So scaling a business opens up so many more opportunities for growth and potentially higher profits. But that's not, you know, enough of a reason why, why you should do it because it also has more, even though you have more opportunities, you have more problems because you're dealing with more people, more customers, human beings, right? They all, we all have intricacies and, and, and issues and, and, and you'll have good customers and you'll have uh PETA customers, pain in the butt customers, right? With employees, with the labor, right there, you could have a winner you could also have a loser. And so when you scale, 
all people seem to 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 do is like numbers on math, Mr. Producer, and on paper, it's like, well, I got, you know, I'll just open it. And everything looks perfect on the blueprint on paper. But the a part of the equation that most folks miss out on is the human element. More people, more problems. And nobody seems to talk about that. So hello. <laughs> I'll be the I'll be the elephant in the room. All right. So scaling a business. Obviously, the, the 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 people you know is is the challenge. You're, you're you're dealing with more people, more potential problems to solve, more potential headaches. Um, but you also have more more resources, right? You need more lawnmowers, you need more shovels, you know, you need more weed eaters, you need more equipment. I mean, I'm not going to go through the list of all the equipment, but if you scale, you need to purchase more equipment. Guess what's going to happen to that equipment? I don't care what brand you have. Eventually, you're you're going to have to maintenance it. And, and, and eventually you're going to have to repair it. Um, the labor component, I mean, that could be a whole episode for another day in, uh, on dealing with people. But if you do scale, the biggest problem you are going to have is people. Internally, externally, more people. Yes, that is going to generate more revenue, hopefully more profit for you. It's also going to be more problems. One of my favorite marketers is a guy named Dan Kennedy. And one thing that's always stuck up out to me. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Frank got me hooked on Dan Kennedy. Um, I, I just saw Dr. Frank for those of you who wonder on Saturday. So he's doing well. I'm going to try to get him back on the program. He is a busy, busy man. But um, I planned to see it. I was like, Dr. Frank, people will miss you, man. But anyway, yeah, Dr. Frank got me hooked on this marketer, Dan Kennedy. And, and Dan Kennedy said something one day that really stuck out to me. There was a point in his career where I believe he had f- about 40 uh, employees or maybe a mixture of employees and contractors, but his operation was about 40 people and he's a world-class marketer and, and getting, making millions and, you know, multiple millions of dollars and year in personal salary. And he ended up going from 40 employees all the way down to one part-time employee. And, and that was his basically like secretary admin assistant. And she didn't even work in, in the same city as him. He, she was on the other side of the country. So for him, he, even though he had scaled and he had made more money, he's like, you know what? I'm content with just being me working the way I need to work. And he just had one employee. And so anyway, I just share that because there's sometimes you think the grass is greener on the other side, but scaling is not always as um, excellent as you, as you can um, imagine because of the people. And he's like, you know what? I don't care if I make an extra million or $2 a year because I scale. I'd rather just have, have this simplified life. He likes horses. So he likes to go uh, play, you know, do, do the stuff at the horse track in the afternoons and the weekends and stuff. He just, he found the workflow that works for him. So if you are going to scale, I just want to, I just want to emphasize this so much because no one talks about it. Expect more issues with labors. Finding labors is hard. So if you scale, it's going to, you just got to take that into consideration. And of course your management systems, you just, you just got more stuff going on. So I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying count the cost before you do it. You're going to need better equipment, more equipment, more labors. You know, your management systems are going to need to be in place because the worst thing you can do is not have your management systems in place, not have the right people in place, not have the right equipment. And now you go out and you get more customers and then somehow you let them down or you're not profitable and scaling could just be leading to a great um, implosion. So keep in mind, if you're going to scale, you're going to have to be excellent at hiring, excellent at training, a reliable team, 
implementing efficient workflows. You can get away with some stuff when you just have one crew. When you have multiple crews and you're not efficient, it's going to affect the bottom line. And then optimizing your operations um, to ensure scalability without sacrificing quality. Because again, when you're doing one crew and you're on that crew, people behave. When I'm on the crew, guys, guys do the right thing. When I go to you know run an errand or I'm not there, people don't do as well. Okay. <laughs> Am I making my point, Mr. Producer? I'm then, and yeah, that's a good point. I'm not against scaling a business. I'm just, that's all I hear. That's all I hear. Scale, 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 scale. And, 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 and not just in our industry, but just the whole entrepreneurship thing is cool now on social media. And everyone's got an opinion. Scale this, right? And get your nine scale and get your eight figure, nine figure exit, right? And everyone, everyone makes it sound so simple. And then I do coaching calls with people. And we usually talk about two things on a coaching call. And by the way, you can get a coaching call at greenstreetpodcast.com. What do we usually talk on a coaching call? We usually talk about money and we usually talk about people problems, you know, with an employee or with a customer. I mean, almost every coaching call boils down to those two things. Either we, we um, crunch numbers and solve a financial issue, or there's a person in, you know, sometimes we talk about a customer where a job goes south or sometimes it's, it's what to do with this employee or, or even sometimes, yeah, that's right. Even sometimes guys start talking to me about their marriage. I'm like, dude, I'm single. This, you know, I'm, I'm not qualified to talk about this, but it is the business and family, all that. So anyway, let's move on to the, um, before I turn this into Dr. Phil, uh, let's move on to the, um, the staying small, the owner operator model. And I love this model. I'm not saying this is for everybody. There's some people, Brian Fullerton, for example, God called that dude to scale. He, he's, he's a go-getter. He's a leader. He just, he, he's just, that's just how he's wired. He can handle multiple things going on. And that's just, he thrives in that environment. There's other people that they do better with things staying small and simplified. My boy, Jason Krill over in Alabama, he literally is just a, a solo show. He's got a few hundred customers and he just goes out seven times a year and, 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 and provides, um, fert and squirt, you know, fertilization application, weed control, all that stuff. And, and he's got margin in his, uh, time. So he spends time with his wife and his four kids. And I've been to his house many times. His kids like their dad. They spend time with him. They, 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 they have a healthy home, not perfect, but healthy. And he found staying small is what works for him. And he makes a lot of money. Tony Rudolph, Lake country, stay small. The guy is crushing it, crushing it. There's some very, very nice properties he takes care of and he does quality work. He's content. I've been to his house. His kids are young, but they seem like they're happy. His wife seems happy. Seems like a healthy home. I've never been to Johnny Moe's house uh, up in Pennsylvania, but I've had him on the podcast. Owner operator. Seems like he's loving it. So on the other hand, from scaling, which has its benefits. You can make more money. Some lawn care business owners in the fert and squirt, in the lawn maintenance, even in the landscaping, they prefer to keep things small and operate as an owner operator. I don't talk about my friends, Jamie and Derek too often. Jamie's a female, her husband's Derek. They just want to be small. Just, just them. They do quality work and they make bank. They can't, they, they got so much work. They just, and they do, they do pretty much no marketing because the, the word of mouth in the fancy neighborhoods they work in, everyone wants Jamie to do their landscape enhancements. 
but they, they don't want to add multiple crews. They're actually grandparents. They, they have grandchildren. They just, they're happy with their handful of customers. So let's explore the advantages of the staying small approach. One significant benefit is you have greater control, direct involvement in every aspect of your business. You know what's going on at Randy's property. You know what's going on with everything. And so you can obviously have that quality control. Nothing slipping through this, the cracks unless you let it slip through the cracks. As an owner operator, you have this hands-on approach. You can ensure consistent quality in customer satisfaction. You, you, you only have 15 or 30 customers and you, you're the one on their property every week and you know they're happy. You're doing a good job. Everything, customer satisfaction, it's at the easiest when you're at that owner-operator level. There are some drawbacks to the owner-operator staying small um, philosophy though. So we're going to talk about those coming right up. Experience the ultimate home services industry event at the 2023 huge convention in Nashville. Join Naylor Taliaferro, John Page, and myself at Podro for exclusive insights and interviews with 130 plus vendors, focus breakout sessions, and ideas worth $10,000 or more to your business. This convention is a game changer. Don't miss out. Register now by clicking the link in the show notes and secure your spot at the premier convention for business education in the home service industry. Introducing GPS Track It, your comprehensive fleet management solution, delivering peace of mind, optimal operations, and customer satisfaction. With real-time vehicle tracking, AI-powered video dash cams, and 24-7 support, GPS Track It empowers your business with cost savings, improved efficiency, and enhanced safety. Experience the GPS track it advantage today and unlock the full potential of your fleet. Find out more at gpstrackit.com slash Paul. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. All righty. Well, before we get into the drawbacks of staying small, I want to say thank you to a few folks who recently left us a, a rating and review on our new audiobook, The Lawn Care Advantage. Uh, we got a five star, says great motivation from anonymous user 16 hours ago on the Audible app. Thank you so much. Matt says awesomeness, exclamation mark, five stars. Uh, great listen so far, exclamation mark. Uh, that is Matt. Jeff. Uh, five stars says, excellent book. Thank you, Paul, for another great book. I appreciate y'all who are uh, leaving us ratings and reviews on the audiobook. Uh, those five-star rating and reviews over there, uh, they really mean the world to us. We have four books on Audible. Uh, the Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business is the most recent one, um, and that is narrated by the best in the business, Mr. Producer. Yes, sir. He narrated that book. And if you guys want to support Mr. Producer, by the way, if you get the audiobook um, version, Audible actually gives him a commission. So uh, if you want to support what Mr. Producer does to our um, industry, pick up the audiobook, take a listen, and you'll be supporting him as well. He really does a lot for us. All right, let's get into uh, more drawbacks here of 
staying small. So the main limitation is pretty much obviously the financial one. You're capped. You, you know, there's a ceiling on your income. There, there's limited growth because if you're the only one, or even if you have a crew, let's say you have a, a three-person crew, you, the owner, and then you got two laborers, there's only so much that y'all can do. There's a, you know, if you get started at 8 a.m. and you stop around 4 p.m.-ish, you work your eight-hour day, there's only so, even if you have six hands, right? Two people, pardon me, three people times two, six, six hands, three people, you're, you're, you have a capped income. You have a limited growth. Even if you're the most, you know, you guys work your rear ends off eight hours a day, you know, five days a week, you just get in with efficiency. There's still a limit that you can do a year, right? 250K or 300K if you crush it or whatever you, you guys can do with one crew maybe even a little bit beyond that, depending if you have two or three people and, and how good you are at pricing and selling jobs and all that stuff. But there, there's a limitation, right? You're, you're not going to do a million dollars in, in revenue with one crew. Or if you're just solo, right? You, you might do 150K a year or, or if you, I mean, if you just were Superman, I mean, that, that's, actually, that's actually really, really, really a lot for one person, but it's been done, it's been done before. But there, there's a limitation there. Now, the positive of scaling is there's nearly an endless potential of, you know, what you can grow it to, what you can make. So that's the pro of scaling. The negative of staying small is, is you're kind of capped out, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it um, because you can still maximize profitability as an owner operator by focusing on a niche market, right? There's a, there's a fella here in Atlanta all he does is real mowing, R-E-E-L, real. It's when the mower spins, uh, like the ones they use on putting greens and fairways at golf courses. It cuts it really, really, really low. That's a niche service. He only will, he won't mow your yard with a, um, with a regular mower. Just, just only takes on customers that want that golf course look. Some of these guys, his customers, want their lawn mowed three times a week. So, so usually in just regular lawn maintenance, the typical thing is during growing season, right? You just go once a week. That's normal. This guy shows up three times a week and, pay, and customers pay him because they want their golf. They want their front yard to look like a golf course, like Augusta national. And it's stunning when he real mows some zoysia, uh, he'll sand it, you know, once a year, you know, kind of regrade it, sand it, put down some iron cuts it three times a week. I mean, I look at some of these yards he does and it's like, oh my gosh, guess what? Customers pay him big money and he's a, um, I don't know the right word, perfectionist, I guess would be, um, he's a, he's excellent at what he does, but he has a niche market. So if you're solo and you're a niche market, you only do real mowing. Guess what? He provides except like exceptional customer service. It's always him there. It's just him. And his, he, he attracts his ideal customers. And guess what? He charges double of what a regular guy charges to mow. And in some cases, it's actually more than double. I know one yard he charges, it's 120 bucks per cut. And, you know, I, you'd have some truck in the truck off the street, probably do it for 35 bucks if it was a regular mow. And this customer pays him 120 bucks per cut because he wants it. He wants that. He wants that look and he wants this specific individual to do it. So I say all that to say there are benefits of staying small. 
you can still make a bunch of money. And then if you know how to budget your money and you know how to invest your money, you can still be a multimillionaire staying small over time by doing all those smart things. So the, the good thing about staying small is you don't have all the headaches. You really just have to focus on your customers, getting, attracting, doing marketing, attracting the ideal customers, charging them top dollar, premium pricing, high prices, and keeping them happy, 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 happy. And, and, and really your only risk is getting hurt. I was um, at the pool yesterday uh, talking to some of my friends. This one guy's a financial advisor and he was telling me about, um, well, long story short, there's a surgeon who, you know, with surgeons work with their hands, right? They're performing surgery and you, they can't tell their, their um, assistant, hey, go ahead and, you know, fix the knee there, fix the brain or fix the body part. You know, they got to be the one doing it. And so anyway, this surgeon got injured. He was um, in, a, in an accident. And long story short, he messed up his hand and the nerves in his hands and his hands not, uh, it's not um, suitable for surgery because he can't be in there fixing on someone's body and, you know, get a twitch and, and, and mess the whole thing up. So because he got injured, he can't perform surgery in his, um, his, uh, well, anyway, so it was a whole lawsuit thing and a crazy, 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 crazy story. But it got me thinking about lawn care. It's like, if you are my friend who has the niche real mowing, lawn mowing services, if he gets injured, it's really difficult to, that, that business can be very, very difficult because it's all built around him. So that is the risk. There are insurances you can get to, um, basically if something were to happen to you, my friend's a dentist and he was telling me about how much he has to pay per month or, you know, per year, I guess. Uh, because if he gets injured and he can't work, you know, he can't fill the cavity or the root canal or whatever he does as a dentist, uh, he's got insurance that's going to pay him to, you know, so his wife doesn't get mad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But, but it is something, if you are going to be, um, solo, staying small, you definitely want to get insurance in place to protect if you get injured. But I do want to reemphasize, find the balance that works for you. For some people, scaling is great. Dave Ramsey, for example, has 1,200 or so employees. That dude scales. Now, he's not in lawn maintenance or landscaping, but God wired him to scale a business. That's his calling. He's excellent at it. He, wouldn't, he would go crazy if he was solo and proud. He needs to scale. That's his wheelhouse. There's another guy that works for him named Ken Coleman. Ken's more of this utility worker. I mean, he's like, he's Johnny on the spot, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Dependable. You can count on him. But if they switched roles, it wouldn't work. Like Ken is more, uh, Ken. If, if Ken was the owner is what I'm trying to say, and, and he was left to lead these 1,200 people and scale this business, he would be out of his wheelhouse. His wheelhouse is... Kind of being, you know, being Johnny on the spot, being dependable, being reliable, serving his boss, Dave. And, and, and that's what works for him. So what I'm trying to say is Ken's in his lane and he's thriving and loving it. Dave's in his lane, thriving and loving it. And, and it works. So some people, God put them on this earth to be an employee. Some people, God put them on the earth to, to own the business. Some people, God put them on this earth to scale. Some people, God put them on this earth to stay small. What makes me so upset is when I watch these gurus on the social media that show up on my newsfeed, and I don't know them, but I, you know, their little face pops up and they think 
It, everyone's got to do what they do. And everyone's got to scale. And everyone's got to have a nine-figure exit. Everyone, dude, shut up. <laughs> oh, I just, I, I, I want to just throw my phone in the trash sometimes. And it's like, there are so many variables that depend on how God wired you. What are your goals? What are your resources? What is your market conditions? Not everyone should scale. Not everyone should stay small. There, there's a balance there. So you can strategically plan. Think ahead. If you are going to scale, how are you going to get the right people and get them on the bus like Jim Collins says? How are you going to get the right systems in place, the right optimization of, of all your efficiencies so as you do grow, that you'll grow profitably and efficiently? What are your goals? Are you, are you just scaling because you're getting more customers or do you actually have a goal? I want to scale and here's where I want to scale to. Like, or is it just happening to you? And regularly just assessing your business's performance. That's why I'm always talking about Megan and Joey Coberly, my bookkeepers, because they can look at your business and say, hey, you're healthy. You can grow. You can add that new piece of equipment. You can add that new employee. You can add that new service. You can add this. You're, you're, um, your profit margins are good. You, you're going to have long-term success if you, if you make this decision. Whereas if you got this, this faulty foundation and things aren't in order and you scale, you're just going to magnify the problem. So remember, I guess if there's one takeaway, there is no one size fits all. There isn't. In, in the lawn mowing, landscaping, fertilization, and weed control, what works best for one business may not work for another. Georgia is different than Illinois. South Florida is different than uh, Canada. There are real life examples of successful lawn care businesses that have scaled and grown and are successful. There's successful lawn care businesses that stay small. Now, unfortunately, there's failures on each stage, but just think about your specific life. And I just want to emphasize that the decision to scale or stay small is your personal choice. Don't feel pressured because these gurus tell you what you got to do. Both approaches have their merits. They definitely have their challenges. You want to think through those and it's crucial to align your goals, your values, your personality and skill set and what you like to do. Again, Dan Kennedy found out after years, nah, I don't want 40 employees. I, I want one. I want this simple life. Jason Creel, Tony um, Rudolph, Johnny Moe, eh, they, 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 they like the path of, 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 of keeping it simple. Other people would be, they couldn't operate at that. They want, they want to grow bigger. So just understand the pros and cons of each path, make informed decisions, which again, I would, I would hire Megan and Joey Coberly as your bookkeepers, and, and they can help you with the financial decisions of the pace at which you scale, the pace at which you grow. Joey, Joey Coberly loves scaling businesses. He loves growing business, but he also loves doing it with long-term profitability and success. So if any of y'all are like, man, I really want to scale, please get in touch with the landscaping bookkeeper, Megan and Joey Coberly, and they can, uh, they can walk you along you know, when it's wise to uh, gr grow your business and things of that nature. So, all right, well, I got to get going. I've been working out. I've been consistent with it. And it is that time for me to uh, hit the gymnasio. That, that's Spanish for gym. Uh, thanks for listening to today's show. If you guys are going to the Equip Expo, coupon code Paul, P-A-U-L, will save you 50% off your registration. They got early bird pricing going on. So um, that's only 25 bucks. 
and you can register for only $12.50 with coupon code Paul. And if you actually register in the month of July, you'll automatically be entered in their 40 ticket golden ticket giveaway, uh, which is pretty exciting. Someone's going to get a free trip of three night stay at at the Equip Expo's room block, $400 uh, meals. Uh, Well, you can use it on whatever you want. They just give you a prepaid gift card. And um, I think you get, uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff you get. My, I don't have my notes in front of me for it, but uh, the point is register today and you'll automatically be entered to either win one of the 40 golden tickets or the grand prize, which is the the hotel stay, the, the $400 prepaid gift card and a bunch of other bells and whistles. Um, some third eye blind front row tickets at the concert there and uh, some other things. So uh, the link to register for the Equip Expo, it's in the show notes. Um, you can click on that and register today. And don't forget to save yourself 50% off with coupon code Paul. Thanks for listening to today's show. Hope to catch you on the next episode. Don't miss your chance to level up at the 2023 Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. From October 17th through 20th, you can explore the best in landscaping and hardscaping across the 1,000 exhibits. Make the most of this event and use my promo code Paul to save a whopping 50% off your registration. Just check out the link in our show notes and let the growth of your business take center stage at the Equip Expo. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.